You're listening to the Well-Built Humans Podcast, brought to you by Well-Built Supplements, Well-Built Kettlebells, and Flanaflage. Welcome to the Well-Built Humans Podcast, episode number eight. I hope it's eight, because I don't do take twos. (laughs) Anyways, um, I'm driving. This is a, this is one of those monologues. I got some fun, awesome, really well-built human guests uh, lined up for the future that uh, I think people are really going to get a ton of wisdom from. But I'm driving right now to Dyersville, Iowa. And uh, if it wasn't for their iconic baseball field from the Field of Dreams. You maybe have never heard of this town. And hopefully you've heard of the movie, Field of Dreams. It's uh, one of the greatest movies, in in my opinion, ever. Uh, It's one of my absolute favorite movies. And if you hear anybody in the background, that's my son. He's rolling with me. We have a cool uh, event called Revival at the Field. And it's, uh, it's hosted by a number of people. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, my good friend Michael DeYoung and his wife Jenna are have kind of spearheaded it and putting it together uh, alongside a fellowship of Christian athletes. And um, there's, gonna be, there's a great headliners. Uh, there's going to be a lot of great people sharing God's word and transformational stories and just inspiration and getting filled up. And uh, I'm really excited because... Brooks and I are both baseball fans, and, and um, as a former baseball player, and he's an up-and-comer, uh, um, World Series champion and multi-time All-Star Daryl Strawberry is going to be there. And uh, if you, you know, if, depending on your age, you might may have never heard of Daryl Strawberry, but the man is—he was one an incredible baseball player, an incredible talent, maybe one of the most talented baseball players. To ever make it to the bigs, and uh, he's got an incredible transformation story of, of kind of living a, a rock and roll type of lifestyle as a professional athlete, as you can imagine some of uh, professional athletes might live, and how God radically transformed his life, and now he's just preaching the word of God and evangelizing all over the world. So we're excited to hear from him and hopefully meet him. Um, you know, have some conversations with him. Uh, we're, we're going to a more intimate leadership thing tonight, and I'm, I'm really excited to bring my son with me uh, for him to experience an event like this and be around a community like this, be around other kids like that. Uh, it's something that I didn't experience growing up, and uh, I, I wish I had, but and maybe those opportunities even presented themselves to me and I turned them down. I don't remember, but I'm so glad to be doing this with Brooks and I. We, we get to, we're bringing the Well-Built Humans trailer down. If you can envision that right now, you know, with my truck, I'm pulling this really rad looking trailer with some cool Well-Built Humans logos. I can't wait to get that thing set up on the Field of Dreams. It's going to be really picturesque. And um, but we get to host a, from two to four o'clock tomorrow, a family workout experience. And Brooks, he's going to he doesn't know this yet, but he's going to be handling uh, the kids, and I'm going to be handling the adults, and it's going to be a good time, and we're just going to help 
pour into people and, and use what God's gifted us in, and that's um, building up humans from a health and fitness standpoint and how we can tie in um, our faith with that too and why that's so important. Um, so that's what we're doing right now, but the, the podcast you know, isn't all about that. The podcast today, I guess you could put it under the genre of parenting. And uh, this is something that I've tiptoed around for a time because I always feel like anytime I'm about to talk about it, uh, it's gonna it's gonna rile some people up. Uh, you know, anytime it comes to you know, as parents dealing with our kids and, and how we raise them, uh, it's an emotional hot button. So um, these are my views and my opinions, and I think there's wisdom in that, and I think there's uh, biblical truth in some of the things that I'm about to say, but, um, and I'm not, this isn't going to be an all encompassing parenting thing, but as I'm raising, um, not only my son, but my two daughters, uh, putting them in positions and putting them in, uh, things that are uncomfortable and forcing them to grow is something is a topic or a subtopic that I think we as parents should think about. Uh, more often and, and, and in particular nowadays as our culture has changed uh, I think everyone would would agree to a certain degree that we have become softer um, we, we live in the most advanced technological age in human history and in many cases that's a blessing but probably in equally as many cases has led to um, us becoming soft becoming lazy become less self-reliant, uh, less gritty, less of a capacity to do hard things and just want to do easy things. And so, uh, you know, there are a few instances I'm going to talk about right now, and you just got to understand the lens of what I'm going to talk, you know, as a health and fitness guy, as an athletic development guy, as a strength conditioning coach, you know, you just got to understand that's kind of how I view a lot of things. Um, you might not agree with that and that's okay. But, uh, so for example, there's, there's several things that, um, I hear a lot of parents and, you know, cause as a coach, you work with a lot of parents and you hear from a lot of parents and it's sometimes those, those are good interactions. <laughs> oftentimes they're not. Uh, but one, one conversation that I have with parents oftentimes, especially with a sport that's physically demanding, whether it's, uh, wrestling or in particular wrestling. Um, or football because it's physically demanding because uh, you know you can get scuffed up because you can get not necessarily hurt but you can get bruised and bloody noses and 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 if kids aren't you know exposed to that type of physicality it's really easy for them to um, have a little bit of uh, call it culture shock and want to quit and want to, you know, use any excuse in the book to say they don't, they don't like the sport, um, you know, it's not fun, and, and nowadays, you know, it, it seems like we're raising a generation, or maybe this even stems back to another generation, I don't know, but just for kids to have fun, oh, they just gotta have fun, they gotta have fun, well, if he's not having fun, hey, it should all just be fun, there should definitely be fun being had, but that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be hard times, that there shouldn't be hard experiences, that there shouldn't be very humbling 
and and even experiences where, for lack of a better way to put it, um, kids really stink at something for a while. I mean, if you think about it, as you know, before we even learn to walk, we stink at it, and and then as you know, and then and then we're supposed to live a whole childhood where we're just, you know, a little Johnny and little Jackie that they just make sure they're having fun, make sure they're always smiling, make sure they're not struggling. The struggle is so important. The struggle is so important. The perseverance and not quitting when things get hard is such a valuable skill that I feel is is deteriorating amongst uh, a lot of humans as they're being raised right now. And it's because little Johnny and little Jackie um, didn't have fun at practice or they got they lost or they got beat pretty good at something and, and they come home and cry and have um, and have a bad experience and and then the parents are real quick to jump on board about uh, supporting little Johnny and little Jackie's not having fun experience and allowing them to quit or allowing them to skip a practice or a competition because because they just don't want to because they had a bad experience and they're, and they're worried about having to have another bad experience and I think that's wrong just to be straightforward about it. I think we need to continue to expose our kids. You know, one of the ways you expose, you, you um, to use a controversial term, vaccination, <laughs> how do you, how do you vaccinate fear? You expose yourself to it. Okay. How do you vaccinate, um, you know, you know, I'm going to try to find a better word because I hate that word. How do you eradicate or minimize uh, a fear because of a bad experience is you continue to expose yourself to it and then you become more accustomed to that environment and and then you can even become accustomed to enjoying the environment because you have to stink at something for a while and struggle at something for a while before you ever become good at it sure we're naturally inclined to want to do things that we're naturally good at the things that maybe God gifted us to be good at but we also have to go through experiences where we stink at something. And in, in my, you know, the two examples I'm going to use is just like, is, is wrestling and maybe like a sport like football. It, it could be anything else other than that. I'm just going to use those as examples. Um, because there's so many times where uh, I can remember personally as a kid and I can see it in my son too, where there's, there's a practice or a competition or a camp and, and and because the nature of the sport is quite physical and quite demanding it's really easy to um, listen to you know you know for a kid especially to listen to their emotions and just be like no I don't want to because because it's not fun or it's hard and uh, I Brooks and I have conversations like this all the time with my buddy this is where you gotta learn to not just listen to your emotions and you have to learn to talk to yourself like what's the right thing to do if you want to get better um, if you want to get stronger if you want to get tougher what should you do and when we start having those conversations he usually understands what he should do rather than listening to what he wants to do and if you and, and you might be a fully grown up adult right now and go wow I should have heard that a long time ago because I work with adults who struggle with this because Maybe they never had this conversation when they were younger. 
but ki- but adults who have been feeding into and conditioning themselves to avoid hard things and to always listening to the emotionally appealing things their whole life wow they're uh, they're they are climbing an incredibly big mountain when it comes to making um, positive changes in their life because they have conditioned themselves so strongly to just always do what emotionally feels good to them. That's not a good place to be. Um, that's not a good place to be at all. So at, from a parenting standpoint, that's I think about those things. I'm not hardcore drill sergeant all the time. Like I mean, he's sitting right next to me. We're driving and he's playing his Nintendo Switch. If I was hardcore, <laughs> you know, I'd be like, no, you can't play that. You must read a book. You know, or whatever. But, like, we're driving. Yeah, shoot, sure, dude. Veg out and play a video game while we're driving. But that's the only time you're going to do it this weekend is when we're driving. He's like, okay. Um, my, the overarching point I wanted to talk about is, is most kids, and even teenagers, aren't emotionally mature enough to make um, a lot of decisions just on their own. That's why we have, that's why humans have parents, okay? That's why God built it this way. So as a parent, I'm going to make him do things that he doesn't want to do. I'm going to make him. And some of the parents that I work with in the sports that I coach, well, sometimes, and I, and I really appreciate I'm not here to, 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 to be condescending in any way, but I've had them come up to me and, t- and tell me about their kid or about an experience that maybe they had, they weren't having fun or whatever happened and they're and they're um, wondering if they should still bring them to practice or if they should skip a few practices or whatever or maybe little Johnny or little Jackie isn't going to come out this year because um, you know, they just didn't have as much fun as they wanted to last year and my, my response to the parents is usually something like this. Make them. <laughs> and I usually get a perplexed look. And I'm like, yeah. Make them. Make them come to practice. Make them keep showing up. Make them come back out. And, I mean, like it's almost a revolutionary idea. Because... <laughs> They're not emotionally mature enough to go, you know what, I need to stick this thing out long enough in order to see if I truly, A, like it or enjoy it or can get good at it, especially a physical sport, especially a tactical sport where it takes a few years to get good at it. Make them keep showing up. Make them keep showing up for other things. For example... I was talking with a, a really good friend of mine recently who said, well, does your kid feel like going to math class every single day? Do they feel like going to school every single day? Do they feel like going to church every single Sunday? No, but what do you do as a parent? You make them. Same thing applies for some of these other things in life. Make them do hard things. Make them persist through hard things. Not necessarily because... Uh, for the outcome of being a phenomenal athlete, but for helping them become a phenomenal human being. Those experiences are absolutely essential to becoming a well-built human, in my opinion. 
That's the monologue. I appreciate you listening in. This was about as long as a well-built human's kettlebell collective workout. Man, if you can withstand 15 minutes. You know what? This is a good example as any is. Maybe you should be doing something hard. Maybe you should stop indulging into your emotions all the time and being lazy. Maybe you should start doing something physical and hard and stick it out long enough to where it becomes a habit and you become gritty and you become more self-reliant. Chances are it's something that you could use more in your own personal life as an adult. I appreciate you listening. God bless. Out.